1: Save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com that's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-C-S-S-Y-S dot com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase.
0: Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business, all for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com.
1: Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm your host, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, The Eclectic Approach, Edge Mobility System, Modern Rehab Mastery, and of course, Untold Physio Stories podcast. My co-host is...
0: Dr. Andrew Rothschild, uh, Modern Patient Education and Modern Rehab Mastery.
1: All right. What do you have for us today, Andrew?
0: Well, I have a story um, that, that is, is a success story, thankfully, um, pulling out one of your clinical pack practice patterns and clinical pearls uh, with the tibial internal rotation mobilization. So I have a patient I've seen before in the past. Uh, I can't remember. I think I saw her previously for it was a different issue. Um, but she's a very active individual. Uh, she's on her feet a lot for work. She, I think she works as a nurse, but she also she's a, a trainer and does a lot of different things. But she's had and she's had this um, nagging sort of hip, right hip, sort of sort of anterior lateral pain, ache. Um, and she had an MRI, previous MRI about, I think it was like three or four years ago. I think, yeah, I think it was like 2017. It did show, you know, some small label tears, nothing major. She had no traumatic incident or anything. Um, she's a few years older than me. So she's probably, I think sort of mid mid to late forties. Um, and she does, you know, there's a lot of squats and lunges and deadlifts and different things like that. And it had been sort of creeping up at her uh, over the past few months, again, not being able to be in the gym as much uh, due to the pandemic. And then she's been working her way back in. And especially with like squats and lunges and uh, certain positions of the hip that would really start to bother her in the hip. Um, and then, you know, going through the exam, she she has sort of the classic findings, um, sort of, you know, end range hip flexion would get a little bit tight and achy. Um, so the quadrant position, flexion, adduction, internal rotation. Uh, doing a little, little bit of circumduction. She would have a little catch and pinch in certain areas. Little, you know, hip flexor tight, tightness, um, adduction, like sort of adductor uh, hypertonicity, those kinds of things. So, you know, kind of got in there, working sort of the classic hip joint mobilizations. A little bit soft tissue. Had her doing some active things. Now it all calmed down pretty quickly, and then. Um, with the second visit, and then they would recheck squat and see that you know, it was better or less pain. And then I think the second visit, I kind of worked my way down looking at the ankle, and I saw she had uh, significantly less dorsiflexion on that side, on her right side. So we did the, the half-kneeling needle wall uh, test, and she had no problems on her left side. And then on her right side, she couldn't get uh, the knee to the wall. She kind of just got barely past the toes. Uh, and so I did the band wrap that uh, you teach sort of around the tibia and did sort of a mobilization with movement tibial internal rotation as she would kind of go back and forth and she was getting further and further and further, retested it. And it was you know, not all the way, but it was a whole lot further. Um, and then come to find out, she hadn't mentioned this in her history, that she had broken her ankle, like it was like 15 years earlier, you know, it wasn't that she had any pain with it or anything, but really we didn't know, you know, it wasn't something that she had mentioned um, not mentioned on purpose, It just she didn't think about it because it didn't you know, make the connection because um, it had been so long ago and it really wasn't bothering her. But uh, looking at even single leg balance, she had trouble on that side. and That was mostly because, you know, she'll get some hip pain with that. But, you know, because of some some ankle mobility issues and sort of, sort of probably um, compensations in terms of how she's a, a adapted, um, she would, you know, weight bear more on one side or couldn't, if she would, if her foot kind of moved too much into sort of pronation, she would get that same sort of hip pain because of the adduction internal rotation uh, moment that occurs in the hip. And so, g- gave her that for home. And that was like the, you know one thing. I the second visit kind of gave her that as the addition to the other things, a couple things that she was doing. And when I saw her, the, the I saw her this week for her follow up, and it was again like probably seventy five percent better um, doing that, the knee to the wall, half kneeling test. Um, and then again, squatting was really not, she could go, you know, globe 90, nearly your full squat without pain. Um, still had a little bit of catching with, um, sort of hip quadrant scour test, but, you know, she was like, you know, 75, 80% better already, uh, just with that addition. Um, and so we talked about that in terms of kind of doing that and how that connects with everything with the hip. Um, and, you know, one of those things, the whole chicken or the egg conversation what came first you know sometimes it's hard to put all those things together but it's certainly a nice piece that added to this this had been a nagging thing that she had had for years um and never that you know never had been addressed prior to in any kind of previous treatment that she had um looking at that ankle in the, in the connection with her with her
1: hip issues that's great um yeah that's one of the reasons why you know especially for lower quarter issues uh, whether it's lumbar or hip or knee, I usually, if if for whatever reason I'm impressed for time, maybe the patient is late or something, I will screen the lumbar and the ankle. And if I have to reset two things, regardless of where they have their pain or their issues, I will reset the ankle and the lumbar spine to kind of hit like both parts of the chain because, mm. you know, regardless of where you feel your symptoms, that's just the patterns that I've identified. But I just think, you know, the way I always put it is, there is an inability or an inefficiency to, to accept load. Right. So yeah, you, you know, you may not feel that. And it, it reminds me of a, of a case I talked about a long time ago on this podcast. I think it was with Jason though, not with you, where I saw a personal trainer who owns uh, the gym that I work out of. And she just started wearing Vibrams and she used to be like a um, a farm rep, so she was always wearing heels and, uh-huh. you know, all of a sudden she started getting, pain when she was training for marathons and when she was teaching classes and she was a slow responder it wasn't something that i could improve her dorsiflexion right away so i just said hey you know when you when you run or when you work out you got to stop using these vibrams you got to start wearing something with a much bigger heel toe differential um and her hip pain went away while we slowly worked on remodeling and and you know improving her dorsiflexion yeah and that's a that's a good
0: point I, and that's why i was kind of surprised with her um with my patient just that it, it did actually i was not expecting it to change that quick and i kind of told her that at the beginning that it would probably take a while to get some changes just because it had been sort of a, you know with the assumption of a 15-year history stiffness maybe having some tissue changes that would take time to adapt to load um but that, so that was pr- really surprising and encouraging that she got a lot of change pretty quickly so some of that was maybe just more the almost you know, sort of thinking about the our our homunculus, you know, body maps in the brain, just not having access to that motion in a long time, and then just doing that really changed that mobility. You know, a lot of the mobility.
1: Right, you're changing the perception of stretch, but not the actual stiffness of the joint. Exactly. Right. Awesome, Andrew. Great job. Yeah. Success stories are good to hear too. Every once in a while, even though everyone enjoys a failure more often. Yes,
0: those are they're always funnier
1: right so where can people find you People
0: can find me uh, mostly on instagram at spear underscore physio also on twitter and of course modern patient education and modern rehab mastery
1: well you can find me uh, dr e modern rehab mastery that's our new online mentoring program it includes modern manual therapy modern patient education and modern strength training it's three months with three mentors so one month with each mentor four weeks tons of modules lots of ceus learn at your own pace for a month then move on Um, so go beyond the seminar you also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live q a's every week check out all my products edge mobility system we have the new edge istm toolbox that includes the edge mobility star and the og edge mobility tool our edge restriction system BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's strength training BFR certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's modern manual therapy um, in U.S., Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.